they won. KBZE Booze League Radio is on the air. Booze League Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orr. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from the Mission Oaks Cafe. When you stop drinking, you have to deal with this marvelous personality that started you drinking in the first place. Nobody wants to deal with that. No, I really don't. That's why I just keep going. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in. This is uh, the Otter here. We got uh, we got the commish with us as always. What's up, brother? I might have been pre-gaming a little bit. I'm not might gonna have, lie. You know, hey, we all do it. Yeah, I usually, know I, I know I did. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah. So this is uh, draft number twelve, coming at you live from the Mission Oaks Cafe here in Camarillo. Mo, Mo, yes, that's our place, and we are going to have Mo beer. We're gonna have a lot more beer. Mo beer. Um, so yeah, if you've missed anything in the past, you can always check us check us out on uh, boozeleague.com. Also, look us up on. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Booze League. And then don't forget to subscribe to us on iHeartRadio and also iTunes because do it. Because it's good. <laughs> do it. And, you know, we've gotten a few uh, listener emails in and things like that as well. So, like, we welcome that. Comment on what we have to say. You know, we want to hear from you. We will talk about you on air if you're if you're interesting enough. So you know, make it good. Yeah. Um, Ask us some questions. Yeah, we've know. got we've got answers. Uh, Otter or has some, really good lies. <laughs> Otter has a lot of mystery about him. So ask him whatever you want, uh, and he'll uh, he'll uh, provide you with something that's very interesting to listen to. I'm sure. More more than likely. <laughs> more than likely. All right. So Otter, here's what we have on the schedule today. Today. Do, do tell. Do tell. Well, uh, we got uh, beer of the day. It's going to be a repeat, so people might be depressed or disappointed, rather. By that. they could be depressed. I don't know. You the, know, I'm, I'm personally, I'm a little depressed that we have a repeat, but yeah, at least you know it's what? a good one. Um, we're drinking beer, so I true could be more bummed. Uh, old booze and tug update. We might actually get to wild turkey this time um, that we <laughs> talked about at Five Threads. We might get to. Um, but in the meantime, uh, it's time to start drinking, uh, get this going, because it's kind of late. Uh, just, I know you're listening to this at whatever time it is of the day, but it's almost 9 o'clock here on a Thursday, and we haven't yet had our first round. And I'm going to be honest, that's some First bullshit. official round. That's some bullshit. The first official round. I'm just going to go with the first round. Okay. <laughs> the beer. The day. All right, so the beer of the day, we are back here at Mo, um, and we're going to go back to one of the first beers we had here at Mo, which is an American Pale Ale Mosaic. Mo at Mo. Uh, it is uh, an ABV of 6.2 and a untapped score of 4.25. Here's something that's interesting for you. This is, this is going to be new. We're not going to go into the usual breakdown that we normally do, but Otter. Yes. The Unfiltered me. Gentlemen uh, had a, a little bit on their last podcast where they talked about untaps, the untapped best beers uh, for each state. Okay. And they, they went through a list of beers from each state, and they, they gave the, the untapped score of each one of those. Most of them fell within what we normally have. So 3.7, 3.6, 3.8. Hawaii was like 3.94. Can 
Can you tell me what Mosaic Pale Ale from Institution, which is what we're drinking today, can you tell me what this Mo, the untapped score is? You want four four point one three. Higher. Four point two five. Oh. Four point two five. This well, beer, it is delicious. It, it is delicious, and this beer we're drinking today is actually better than any beer Hawaii has, apparently. So, uh, well done, institution. Um, yeah, kick it up a little bit, Hawaii. Come on. Yeah, come on, Hawaii. I mean, I know you're, you're getting sued. Good to drink. <laughs> it's almost Halloween. Trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, hello? Um, so, anyway, so we're drinking the institution Mosaic Pale Ale. We've done this one before. Uh, if you want to find out more about their beers and about going to the location, which I highly recommend... It's institutionales.com is where you need to go. So that is our beer of the day, the institution. I don't think we need to say anything else about it. Like, obviously, well, as long as we're talking about institution, they have a they have a canning line coming in soon. So they're you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing a lot more institution in the stores around more. here. Let's let's hear more. I just said what I. <laughs> That's all you had. Well, yeah, they're because they're expanding. They have like a building next door that they're going to be taking over, and they have like a canning line. They're going to have bunch of stuff so like you go to the store you'll you'll see some institution and six packs and honestly I'm, I'm actually very happy about that because the first time we talked about them we talked about how you need to get there at two in the afternoon if you want to get a seat anywhere it, if there's more than one person and you get there like at three in the in the afternoon you're outside uh, you better hope for good weather oh yeah um and i I'm, know they came from what was it like a 2,500 square foot to <laughs> some 14,000 square foot. So they oh, wait, you know what? Huge. Look, I actually have it here in my notes. Uh, 2013, it was founded. Original location, 2,800 square feet. New location. This is not including what they just added on to. So right. 2013, they started, 2,800 square feet. Opened up the new one, like, what, a year ago? So we'll say 2015. Yeah. They probably got it going. 14,000 square feet. Huge. They're already and out I of think, space. Yeah, I think when they when they moved into that spot, they're like, "Oh my god, this place is huge. This is perfect. It will be here for years." Not even a year later. Yeah, we need more space. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So um, good for them, though. Yeah, it's not a bad problem to have. There, there's a building being built next to them, and they're taking over half of it, and it's a big ass building. I'll be honest. So um, check them out, institutionales.com. If you are traveling on the coast of central Cal- or california whatever going up to central california stop in have a beer it's well worth it all their beers are very very good um and speaking of traveling we're gonna do a little traveling aren't we we're gonna do a little traveling here so we for there might be some people here who are listening that actually have done podcasts and you know that the numbers that you get and the statistics that you get I'm not really that good. iTunes has promised, and Otter, I know you don't know this back end of it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little bit about the shit that goes on behind the scenes here a little bit. We're looking for, okay, who's listening, where are they listening from, how many people are listening. We don't know any of that, to be perfectly honest. iTunes is the biggest podcast um, service out there, and we, they give us nothing. They're going to give us something in December, I don't know, but... What we can tell from our host is where they're listening from. Oh, wait. You know what? Yeah. Otter just pointed something out to me. We haven't done round one or mosaic. We're so fired up and we're drinking. Um, Come hey, on, man. All, I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. For all, <laughs> for all those listening at home, uh, take out your glasses, raise them up, take a drink. It's round one. Round one. Yup. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. Yeah. Good call. Like, uh, you're the man. 
Gross. I'm making sure the rounds get in. I salute you. You're Don't the cheat best. me out my beer. No, Otters I, I, need to stay hydrated. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, so here's what we can find to pick it back up. Here's what we can know about our listeners. We know where they're listening from. And so the biggest listeners that we have are from Ottawa, Canada. That's right. Out of all the cities that we have that are listening, Ottawa is the one. So we have it broken down by both country and by city. By country, obviously it's America, obviously. And we have a number of cities. We even have all the way out to Ashburn, Virginia, listening in on the podcast. Never been. Heard it's nice this time of year, though. Here's beautiful. Like, actually, the best people, by the way, if you're listening to Ashburn, Virginia, the best people I've ever known are from Ashburn, Virginia. Um, But I'll tell you this. Curiosity is kicking me. Uh, Do you know anyone from there? Nope. Well, don't worry. I've seen pictures, and they're freaking amazing. (laughs) They look nice. But Ottawa, as a city, has 20% of our listenership. Think about that for a second. 20% of our listenership is from Ottawa, Canada. And boy, don't we love Ottawa. I do love Ottawa. And you know what? If we're, I'm gonna, Just because of that, I'm going to give you some facts about Ottawa. And because it is Canada... We got to play a little Tom Sawyer, right? A little oh, rush. Yeah. Um, not for Ottawa, though. Not for Ottawa. Because because Ottawa, the most famous musician from Ottawa, is this chick right here, Alanis Morissette. She's from Ottawa. She's from Ottawa. Huh. Her and um, Paul Anka are the two most famous people from Ottawa. I'm sure there's uh, probably some hockey players out there, too. Uh, you know what? No, I'm talking about musicians right now. Uh, two most famous musicians. Yeah. Then. Literally, you're, you're going to actually ask about famous hockey players in Canada. We can go on literally all day. Yeah. So we're not going to. <laughs> Gretzky. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about Ottawa here. It's the fourth largest city in Canada. It's in the Ontario province. Wait, did you lose your beer? No, it's right here. Oh, okay. God bless America. It's All right. Also cool. So, in Ottawa, fourth largest city in uh, Canada, it's in Ontario, which in California is way different than obviously there. So, let me ask you something. So, it was originally founded in 1826 as Bytown. I don't know why that was. There's no reason given that I delved far enough in to look at. But it was chosen by Queen Victoria as the capital of the Canadian province or Canada province in 1857. Let me ask you this. Well, what do is, ask me. What is now the capital of Canada? Isn't it Quebec? No, no, Quebec, Quebec's a province. What? What's the uh, city that's the capital Whistler. of... Whistler's in Colorado. Well, you're kidding right now, right? What What is the capital of Canada? Ottawa. Thank you. 
Seriously. Whistler's hey, in Canada? Did you just give him the answer? No, I said Whistler's in Canada. Oh, yeah. Whistler's in Canada. I, God. Learn oh, it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, learn your whatever. geography, you, you didn't bro. even know the capital. Whatever. Well, yeah, um, you did because you Googled it. So? <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, let's go back to this. So uh, more facts about Ottawa. Because, like, look, we got some fans in Ottawa. I'm going to give them some love right now. Um, nearly half the population of Canada... Is, oh, oh, sorry, of Ottawa, is under the age of 35. One of the youngest cities in the country. It gets up to 80. So tell me, Kamish. Yeah. You'd be considered an old man out there. Well, no, I'd just be over the median age. <laughs> You'd definitely be a strong outlier, though, right? Hey, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But um, so it gets up to 80 degrees in the summer, in winter, six degrees. That's a what, what what's like? How hot does it get though? I know you said it gets up to eighty degrees, but like, that's like an average of the summer, right? Like, is, are no, there, no, that's, are there that's, days that's where the it gets up to like, no, that's like ninety five? Does it ever high. get that hot? No, that's the high. All right, eight, Ottawa, eight, eight you might see me soon. I think I might yeah. move there. No, I mean it's it's actually very nice. Like eighty degrees in summer, I can deal with the cold. Man, when it gets Six over eight degrees, though. Oh hell yeah! Come on, bro. What they make jackets and long johns for? You, and you're tall. You need longer Johns than many. <laughs> yeah, so I've been told. And you know what's funny, actually, is is I was putting this together. I actually was searching Ottawa. When I put in Google search, I got um, the, the it, Google will give you returns. And the return is like, uh, is Ottawa a city? It's one of the most popular things that people ask. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, let's talk a little bit about actual Canada. Canada is actually more interesting than you would think. And for this, I will play Rush. Well, I'm going to get the bad shit out of the way first. Number one, someone in Ontario, Canada, invented the Hawaiian pizza. Kiss my ass. God bless them. No. Lick, lick, lick my balls. No, no, no. Whoever you don't invented, like the Hawaiian pizza? No, I actually hate them. That guy is a... Yeah! You don't like pineapple on your pizza, do you? I hate it. I love pineapple. I hate pineapple. I, pineapple I hate pineapple on anything but a Mai Tai. If it's not in a drink, I hate it. I despise it. Anyways, we're getting that out of the way. I, so, Mr. Ottawa Man, the Hawaiian pizza creator, God bless you. I love a Hawaiian pizza. But if you're in, great. Uh, 100%. But for me, lick, lick, lick my balls. I hate pineapple. I despise pineapple. Despise it. Except for in drinks. If it's on pizza, literally. Lick, lick, lick my balls. All right, so let's move well, we on. We all know the commissioner's drink is a, a blended pina colada. No. It's, it's probably beer. All right, so we're moving on. So speaking of temperatures, we just talked about it for Ottawa. Lowest recorded temperature ever recorded on Earth was in Canada. It was in a place called Snag Yukon. It was negative, negative 81.4 degrees. Is that a Fahrenheit or Celsius? Fahrenheit. And that uh, is wow. as cold as it gets on the surface of Mars in the Yukon. So Canada obviously gets very cold. We knew that, but that's like F.U. cold. Um, there was a 99% literacy rate in Canada. Over half of Canadians have a college degree. 
most educated uh, country on earth. Like, so and also very nice people. And well, and well, because they're very apologetic. Well, because they're educated. They're very, you know. Here's another thing that keeps them happy: prostitution is legal in Canada. Did I mention I'm going to move to Ottawa? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you can't do, the only thing illegal about it is you can't own a brothel or be a pimp. That's illegal. So basically it's like... So you got to start your own business. You yeah, got to be like exactly. self-employed. You got to be a, a, a vagine entrepreneur, basically. Um, vagepreneur? That's how you become, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. You can't, you know. Anyways, um, what's next? You can call Canada... And I mean, literally, you can call Canada. One eight hundred, O Canada, will literally call Canada, and someone will pick up the phone and direct you to whatever you need to do. Like give, I said, give me a second. Let me write this down. Yeah, I'm gonna try this later. If you can't remember that, bro, uh, that's a problem. Um, so you know, like uh, we're we're in in the middle of October, right? So we're we're moving into the fall. Canada Thanksgiving is the second Monday in October. So we've already passed Canada Thanksgiving. And in fact, they celebrated it first in 1578. We came on board in 1621. So in the middle of October, Canada's already celebrated Thanksgiving there. I don't, and you know what? I don't know if they eat moose. I don't know what the hell they do. I don't know. I, don't know. But I bet it's delicious whatever I'm they're sure doing. Whatever it is. Coating in lots of, lots of maple syrup. They might, on Thanksgiving, go to McDonald's. And at McDonald's, the only place you can get this at McDonald's, the McLobster in Canada. Yes. Really? McLobster. Well, I, I, I don't really trust the filet of fish from, or the fillet o fish nope, from McDonald's around here. So I don't know if I'll trust lo- a lobster. From McDonald's yep. up there. Well, uh, it sells enough that they make money off it in Canada. So apparently in Canada, the McLobster, good to go. Sign me up. I'll try it. Try uh, anything once. The Canadians will try anything. They actually created a $1 million coin. A coin worth $1 million. It was 99.99% gold and weighed 220 pounds. And you could actually, if you walked into a place with it like on a... Like, uh, a freaking dolly or whatever, you could actually use that as, as currency. It was actually recognized as official currency. Is anywhere going to have enough change? Uh, probably not. Like, that's, that's, that's an yeah, issue. Yeah, I would like to buy this Snickers bar. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I don't have this much change uh, in the is, whole store. This is just an Exxon. Uh, um, well, well, what was the value of that coin? Uh, one million dollars. Yeah, one million yeah. dollar coin. One, and there's actually a picture you can find on the internet of two people standing next to it, and it's literally almost as tall as they are. Like it's a big ass coin. So what you're saying is they have too much time on their hands up there. Too much money? I don't know. Um, here's something that actually applies to all the pros that we have in the booze league. There's a place in Newfoundland. There's a street in Newfoundland called George Street. It has more bars and pub per square feet than any other street in North America. So, it is... The, like the, I said, sign me up. Right? Yeah, the Canadians, man. Um, to all those listeners in, in Canada, if you dude. guys want to host us, we oh, can do yeah. a little, little booze cast from your, from your place, your local bar. And actually... Let us know, because I am down. Yes. Um, if you are listening in Ottawa, experiment, we have a lot of Ottawa people, send us an email. Let us know how these facts are lining up. We want to hear your experiences, and we'll read them on air, because we love that we have some people in the Great White North, eh? 
Just throw um, me some love at otter at, otter at boozeleague.com. Booze yeah. Um, <laughs> otter with two Ts. I'm going to take a moment here to, to, to talk about how there are some great people uh, in the media from Ottawa. First off, Trailer Park Boys. Have you, uh, have you watched <laughs> them? Yeah. You have. So I got super sick about a year and a half ago in February and ended up stuck like laying on my couch for like a week and a half. Ended up watching Trailer Park Boys, uh, which is... Get off the stage, you drunk bastard! Yeah, we have a bunch of drops from them, so awesome. Um, also, Leslie Nielsen, most people don't know, from Saskatchewan. Really? Nice beaver. Leslie Nielsen from uh, Canada. Um, obviously, the uh, the McKenzie brothers in Strange Brew. Save one of those beers for me, yeah! And also... We have a lot of stuff from Canada. Um, last thing I'm going to point out here real quick, though, is uh, just you talk about how polite and how awesome Canada is. Canada, the post office receives millions of letters addressed to Santa every year. They have a set address you can send them to. It's Santa Claus, comma, North Pole. The zip code or postal code, as it's called, because, you know, Canada has three and three as their postal code, okay. is h 0 h O H O, so basically it's Santa Claus North Pole ho ho ho. <laughs> Anyone that sends a letter to that will get a response. It's a volunteer-led uh, effort in Canada. Every single letter that is sent to that, and obviously they're sent by kids. Santa, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> they get a letter back from Mrs. Claus answering whatever. And it's a volunteer-led effort. Like it all goes to a certain place, and everyone replies. They get a handwritten letter back. Um, send noodles. <laughs> so anyway, so that's all about Canada, um, and you know, God bless you up there in uh, in Ottawa. Thank you for listening. Uh, please contact us. And now we go over to Otter with the news. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze too. This is the Booze Line News with KBZ's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen the Otter Hall. Booze League Radio. And coincidentally, just as we got going on the news, something very magical happened. Someone showed up. This would be Patrick here at the uh, Mission Oaks Cafe. Showed up with... Round 2. I'll have another. It's a trap. Cool. I'm slamming up tonight. Utah, give me two. Oh, well, well done. So, well, it, you know there what? There we go. It's better out than in, I always say. <laughs> All right, Austin. So, I mean, as long as we're in Canada, it's a great place. Uh, the Great White North, eh? Let's talk about... Oh, no! Jeez, I gotta take a leak so bad I can taste it! Let's talk about a little mayhem. Let's talk about a little mayhem. Everybody loves a little mayhem. Maybe not everyone, but some, <laughs> some people. Some people get into shenanigans here and there. The shenanigans. So the, the doll, Dollhousie? Doll, Dollhousie? Dollhousie? Pronunciation unsure. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> as is the same with most most things I try to read. Well, yeah, most things you so, try to read. <laughs> Dalhousie University, located in Halifax, in Nova Scotia, up okay. in Canada, okay. 
it was a home homecoming weekend just the other day. And as the drinking age is in Canada, depending on what province you're in, it's uh, 18 to 19. Um, so it was homecoming weekend at the school, and as many as 2,000 students flooded the, the street for, like, a booze-filled block party. Sounds like a wait, good Wait, wait, for a high school? Uh, college, university. Oh, college, homecoming. Yeah, like a homecoming weekend. Like 2,000 people lost their minds in the streets. In, in the, like, on this street for, like, this awesome. huge block party. Sounds awesome, it. right? Yeah. So you ever see that movie, like, Project X? I that, feel like I have. The one based off of that, like, Australian kid that threw the huge party. Yes. And, like, his neighbor's yeah, house yeah, yeah. got burned down and people totally, died. Yeah. So it, when I was reading this article, it sounded just like that. 2,000 people on the street. People were, like, taking pictures on the rooftops, just getting just drunk in the streets. Mm. They were even, like, climbing on top of police cars. It, it was nuts. So I guess uh, 22 people were arrested for violations. Nothing like underage. No one was arrested for underage drinking. But 22 people were arrested for violations of the Liquor Control Act, uh, the Criminal Code, and city bylaws. So basically, they were just too too wasted for their own good, which sounds like a great time to me. I'm I'm sure, and they probably thought the same as well. Just drinking all that Molson. Um, (laughs) Or Moosehead, right? Or uh, Sleeman's Clear. So so this this university, again, Dalhousie, Dalhousie. Dollhouse. I'll go Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Cool. So I guess from McLean's magazine, it's I guess like the like a big magazine out there. They ranked this university as the 16th biggest party school in Canada. No shit. And I guess this huge rager happened because all the students were pissed because they dropped six places from the year before. So they were the 10th and they dropped to the 16th. So they were like, let's turn this shit up a notch. Or you, ten, you know what? And like, get on top of police cars. I, and I rage. I kind of get that. Being from UCSB, true. When I was there, we actually dropped from number one to like number two. I was in an anthropology class. There are nine hundred people in this class. Campbell Hall, UCSB, and this guy. I, I have a lot to say about this guy, but I'm only going to stick to the facts for once. Being that I'm buzzed up, um, he stepped up there and said, "Hey, I'm really disappointed in you guys." And we're all like, and we just taken a quiz. We're like, oh, kiss my ass. It's going to be bad. He's like, we just went from number one, number two in the party schools. And everyone <laughs> went, oh. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, we came back strong. I, I think we moved back up to number one. I don't remember. But, well, you uh, better have. If you don't remember, you should have. Well, yeah. I, don't, I, I, put, I put enough work in that I don't remember. There you go. Hopefully everyone followed, followed, your, uh, followed your suit. Well, good help. Um, but, yeah, so... Students partying on rooftops, top of cop cars. Sounds like a dream come true to me. <laughs> you do that just on your normal Sunday, right? I have never climbed on top of a police car. Well, that's usually a Tuesday. Police vehicle, maybe, but not a police car. Not a car. At a, yeah, you know. Whatever, though. No, no, I get it. You know, And and I would say, and like you might disagree with this, or maybe agree. But I'd say, like, you know, I'm going to put this down as official booze league wisdom. If you've been drinking at all, never talk to a cop. It doesn't matter the reason. Never talk to a cop. My, T-Roy. T-Roy Hamilton, the vice commissioner of the booze league, got arrested at a baby shower because he talked to a cop. 
Oh, wow. Never talk to a cop. I mean, I've been pretty trashed at a police station on my own terms, and it actually worked out quite well for me. But that's a story for a different well, if day, you need, I Well, if you need a cop, yeah, of, of course. I've actually volunteered for a, what they call a wet lab. Apparently, I'm telling the story now. <laughs> what do you got? It's a Tell DUI, it. DUI training class. Because I want to know what that is. Okay. So a bunch of cops gathered up, and I was part of a, a control group where we all just got measured amounts of alcohol. I drank 23 ounces of Jack Daniels in two hours, and I was up to like a point. I got up to a point two three. God damn! That's and then I just had cops come and do like sobriety tests. It's called me. a wet lab. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. How do you sign up for that? Uh, it helps when you have a family member in the in the <laughs> law enforcement side of things. Like, hey, you know anyone that gets drunk a lot? They're like, yeah, otter. <laughs> this Sign them up. So, but uh, anyways, all right. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard of the name? Uh, have you ever heard of the name Bryant Johnson? Um, no. You probably wouldn't have because he got abducted by aliens. Okay, well, off he goes. Like you know, via Dios, me yeah. you go. So, in Wisconsin. More specifically, Casper, Wisconsin. A man was arrested for being drunk in public. Drink break. Give me a second. Let me drink. (laughs) Drink break. Tastes like an abortion clinic in Iceland. I'm kidding. Actually, tastes really good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Casper, Wisconsin. This man, Brian Johnson, was arrested for public intoxication. Okay. Where was this again? I'm sorry, I was drinking. Casper, Wisconsin. Oh, we're in Wisconsin. Okay. Casper, Wisconsin. Okay. All right, fair enough. Casper, Wisconsin. Casper, Wisconsin. So, <laughs> when, I, when I read the story, there? <laughs> when I read the story, it made me laugh because I was like, "Man, this guy is a genius." If you're drunk, right. so he was arrested for public intoxication, and he uh, he told police that. He was traveling back in time to warn the people of the town that there was an alien invasion that was going to happen. And he said, he's like, yeah, I can only travel backwards. I can't travel forwards in time. But the reason for him being drunk in public, he said, yeah, the aliens, they pumped me full of booze before they let me back. And they sent him back to 2017, but he they meant to send him to 2018 so they sent him back a year too soon so he was like yeah i got sent back a year too soon and the aliens also pumped me full of alcohol so it wasn't me i didn't do this but yeah wait 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 <laughs> why was he saying this so god did he come back to warn us all so he was sent back from the year 2048 is what he year- said yeah, he said he came yeah. from the year 2048. He traveled back in time to let the people of Casper, Wisconsin, know that there was going to be an alien abduction happening next year. But the aliens sent him back too far. They sent him back to 2017 instead of 2018, and they pumped him full of booze, and that why he is that's why he is drunk. And he got arrested, or for he got DUI. arrested for a drunken public. Oh shit! So. <laughs> If you look at the police report, you can actually find that his blood alcohol level was a .136, which is coming up hey, close to double the legal limit. Yeah, you know what? Hey, Cheers you to put, him. I, you, you know what? In the work. He warned us all. So next year, in 2018, when we all get abducted by aliens, thank yeah. you, Bryant Johnson. We all you are <laughs> a hero that probably, uh, you probably wear a cape, so whatever. <laughs> you know what? We all laugh now. 
until the aliens show yeah. up. <laughs> but uh, okay. So all this being in Canada talk though has no, really no, got has yeah. really gotten me wondering. Like, so okay. I, I decided to go on the old Google machine, nice on the old interwebs, the Google machine, the Google machine on the interwebs, okay. and uh, find some different drinking laws because you know, like I've I've never been to. Hey, I'm gonna have to interrupt you for a second because there's something important happening. Thirst quenching. Another. Hey, everybody, we're all gonna get laid. Cannibal. Cannibal coming. Boy, that escalated quickly. Continue. So yeah, so as we are in Canada, as I've I've never actually been to Canada, I have not. And I, seen many I pictures. Mean to go, but I hear Toronto is amazing. It got me. It got me thinking. Like I don't. I don't know the drinking. drinking I hear Whistler's up there. great as well. <laughs> Whistler is in Canada. Oh oh okay yeah I hear it's great. God, one of the commissions dumber than a brick. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I've never been to Canada, like. I don't know any of like the drinking laws up there, so I was trying to I was trying to find some like interesting drinking laws. But what I stumbled upon was a list of just weird drinking laws from all over the world. So I am I thought, intrigued. I thought we would go over some of those. Let's let's hear those. I am intrigued. Some of them are better than others, and when I say better, I mean more hilarious. And uh, Fair enough. let's start out with in El Salvador, drunk drivers you can face a firing squad. So if you get caught no driving shit. drunk. Even if it's your first offense, you can literally get put in front of a bunch of dudes with guns and you get shot. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Starting it off heavy. Yeah. Wow. Let's lighten it up a little. Way to bring the mood down. So, in the UK, in the United Kingdom, it's illegal to be drunk in a club or a pub. So, you know, most people, they go to a club or a Hold pub on. to drink. Literally every time I think, every time I think, like, what the fuck is my problem? German. Joe, clearly. Um, I've been in a number of pubs in England, and everyone was drunk. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a lot. I mean, how they enforce it, that's a different story. Well, that, that's just, but it's hilarious. it's illegal to be drunk in we a club or a pub. We were breaking the law. <laughs> right? That's amazing. Yeah. So, I guess, uh, technically, that one leads back to uh, the prohibition of 1872 overindulging or whatever people had to like keep it keep it straight or whatever they just didn't fix however it. it is but technically it's illegal in the uk fair enough uh scotland uh, it's illegal to ride a cow while drunk <laughs> <laughs> that would that would fair make enough. that would make right. me giggle inside and yeah, no. and also outside <laughs> i'm glad that finally got addressed that's a big problem uh, uh in sweden only the government can sell beer higher than 3.5 percent abv which, I mean, if you that's think about it, that's, prob- that's probably every beer. Yeah, that's a cash grab right uh, there. Yeah, it's... Uh, apparently, you need to go Neutral to a, my ass. a system bulligate, which is a chain of government-ran liquor stores, or you can go to a pub, apparently, because so, you can't buy it to take... Like, you can't buy a six-pack of, like, some 7 So, ultimately, like a gro- Sweden store. is like, we, we control the industry for liquor. Exactly. Wow. Or you can still uh, get it out, out, like, at a pub. But I'm just uh, well, and then here's another one. Uh, Canada. Okay. Oh, wait, here, Bartenders here. can't here infuse their liquor. You said Canada. I did. Uh, 
Gosh, Such a nice out. song. Uh, so nice. Uh, yeah, Canada. God bless you, Ottawa. Love you. Bartenders can't infuse their liquor. So they can't infuse flavor or otherwise add to a liquor unless a customer specifically asks them to. That seems oddly specific. I know. Yeah. And, you know, why they came up with that law, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I kind of do want to hear the stories behind why that was. Yeah, that'll, someone, that'll come later down the road in another draft. Yeah, someone <laughs> stood up and said, we need this because, you know, like there was. They didn't like cherries <laughs> in their whiskey. Why did you do this? They were me? allergic. Their father died in a horrible why cherry accident. Why do you put maple syrup in, in everything? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, they'd be okay with that. Uh, in India, in Maharashtra. Maharashtra, it's like apparently like a little uh, little little town yeah. out there, a little city, whatever it is. Fair um, you need a license to drink, it so it's kind of like having a dri- driver's license, what but you, you have wait, to wait. go. Oh, wait, you said wait. <laughs> no, no I'm processing the idea yeah. of that. Do you get your picture on it? Like, do you, like so? Yeah, you. Do you get? To, does it tell you, you how go, what IPA level you can drink? Or you like, go to the the government civil hospital and you have to apply for a license to drink. <laughs> That's amazing. So, <laughs> India in India, every state, all the uh, all the states determine all the alcohol laws, and they can either out, outlaw it entirely or set like a drinking age. But you have to have a license Holy to drink. Shit. Crazy. Okay. Okay. Don't ever let me move there. No, 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 no. Go to Canada. I will never move there. You're a big fan of Canada. Go there. Uh, but let's talk about France. If you're driving, let's do it. If you're driving, you need your own breathalyzer. So most often, usually people that have a breathalyzer, you, you carry your own. You have to keep. You have to carry your own if you're driving. So are there are, well, yeah, like usually people that have a breathalyzer are going to be cops or people that have gotten busted for DUIs previously multiple times or whatever. But you have to if you're, if you're driving, you need your own breathalyzer, and that's the law. Strange uh, law. Nigeria, it is against the law to import beer. Unless you're a uh, a prince who uh, had a problem with his inheritance and you need to import that beer to get the money out of the country, right? <laughs> uh, I know well, I've got some emails about export, it. I don't right? know. I got some emails about it. I don't know. <laughs> so that's that's more of just like apparently there's a lot of breweries out there and there's a lot of competition. So the importing and exporting like between different huh. states or whatever or cities, that's just to like prevent you know like competition between the breweries because I guess the alcohol mar- market sucks out there. But hmm. you never really I've never heard of a good beer from Nigeria though. Uh not not across my radar. Uh, <laughs> Australia. Okay. So serving alcohol in Sydney is extremely complicated. I feel like they drink a lot. Why would that be complicated? Well, let me tell you. <clears throat> it's illegal to serve shots after midnight. It's illegal to serve alcohol in a glass after midnight. It's illegal to serve four drinks at one time after midnight. And it's illegal to serve more than two drinks per person after 3 a.m. Talk about complications, because usually when it's after midnight, that's when I'm trying to like go for the gold. Sure. but I feel like that's, that's more of a problem for people who are out at a club or something, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's just the law. That's what I'm stating. Yeah, that's um, that's, that's very the facts right there. That's the right factual there, yeah. evidence that I'm like, presenting. Yeah, those guys cannot do what they're doing. That's yeah. basically what that is. But uh, let's go to Germany. Let's riding go. A, riding a bicycle while drunk can get you sent to psychological review. 
psychological review. So if you're driving, if you're driving, riding, I guess you could drive a bike, whatever. If you're riding a bike while you're drunk, you can not only be arrested and lose your license, but you can undergo medical psychological assessment. <laughs> like you're a maniac riding that <laughs> you bike. You are nuts. <laughs> well, you're a point three eight, and you're riding a bicycle. You're dumb. And in, in America, um, you know, I I mean, was, yeah, you can get a BUI. You can get a you can get a buoy. Yeah, I mean, I was at UCSB. That you like, can lose your license, but you could you go for like psychological evaluation. They they evaluate your mental things. That's crazy. Like, well, I was a um, I don't know. A, a, what do you call a peer counselor or whatever for incoming freshmen at UCSB. And look, UCSB has something crazy like thousands of bikes. It's two times the number of people actually going there. And BUIs are a big thing. So, so uh, back to Canada. Let's hear some Canada. Transporting wine between provinces is more confusing than, a Ru- than solving a Rubik's Cube. So, transporting. So, I guess there's a lot of laws in Canada where, like, you can't take, you can't transport, and they they specify wine. So, beer really isn't included in this thing. Um, like, for example, so uh, for example, hold on, my my notes just blew off of the table in this you huge know, gust of wind. God, um, so professional in, in Quebec. You can bring up to nine liters of wine from another province back with you, but you can't have any booze shipped to you. Okay. In Alberta, you can import liquor for personal use if it stays with you. Uh, In Newfoundland, you can only bring back 1.14 liters of booze for personal use. And they have many other other laws. It says... uh, Transporting wine between provinces is so difficult that the people that wrote the regulations were probably drunk. I which makes sense to me. Yep. Because, come on, man, let's be real. <laughs> in, uh, in Bolivia, married women can only drink one drink in public. That, that married just women seems can terrible. Only do that. I guess it's so uh, women go, don't get drunk and flirt with other men outside their marriage. I, it's just terrible. Uh, in, Thai- in Thailand, you can't buy alcohol. Alcoholic, you can't buy alcohol between midnight and eleven a.m. and between two p.m. and five p.m. And that law also applies to bars and restaurants. Apparently, I've never hey, been to Thailand. All the lady boys you want, though, knock yourself out. You knock yourself out, Kamish. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Maybe the guru. <laughs> Wow, that that is um, that's some crazy, crazy. that's uh, some crazy stuff right there. Another uh, one in the UK, United Kingdom. Uh, ships need to bring rum to the constable, and this goes back into the UK's golden age of seafaring, where any ship going, like any large Royal Navy ship visiting the port of London, they would have to deliver like a a gift to the constable. So it's it's called the constable's dues. Or also the greatest job perk in the history of an em- of employment. Well, quote yeah. unquote. No. Uh, Turkey, you can't buy alcohol on election day. True story. Apparently, who would have thought? They don't want to have to like demand a recount for the on the count of being too drunk. Uh, hmm. Another one, and I don't know really like this one doesn't really have to do with drinking, but in Scotland, if you wear underwear beneath the the kilt. You actually have to drink two beers. 
I feel like that's or, well, more like... So that's how I interpret it. It says you're fined two beers. I don't know if you have to buy someone two beers or if you have to drink the two beers. But apparently you got to... You, you know what? Like, cheers you're to Scotland. You're not allowed to wear underwear underneath hey, there. Cheers to Scotland. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't be a little bitch and about then it. You know for what I mean? For the last, like, don't be but a definitely bitch. a lot least. But yeah. this is probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. In Australia, it is against the law to crush a can of beer between your breasts. You know what? You know, don't 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 judge. Let them be them. That's what I say, but right? it's against the law to crush them with your breasts. And it says drunk people free the Australian too. In- I say drunk people always find innovative ways to crush them. And apparently, one woman was promptly fined for crushing a can with the breast because apparently it's too much power for one person. That's a load of bullshit, yeah. right there. If I if I, I say, can- hey, let me let me see as many. Let me see you crush as many cans as you can. If I can say that's cans. just a load of bullshit yeah. <laughs> right there. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Otter. <laughs> Thank you. So- oh, oh, Otter's going pee. Oh, my God. This is very exciting when Otter goes pee. So if he doesn't get back in the time and your commission is a little bit drunk. Here, hold on. Hold on. All right. Well. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we're going to have uh, Sloppy Larry uh, come in here. I'm going to fill in for the otter. Now, yeah, well, welcome in. Welcome in. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no. Jeez, I got to take a leak so bad I can taste it. All right, so he got an extra, like, 10 seconds, right? If he doesn't get back in that time, how much time? Oh, what's he got in there? Yeah, he's no, he's got there's a pretty good amount of uh, beer in there that he's got to finish up. And um, he's got to finish mine as well. <laughs> and I'm actually like, look, I'm going to like, you know, a little, I'm going to come out and say this a little bit about the otter. Being that he's a very uh, key person here in the Boozley atmosphere. That man has the smallest bladder of any person. I've ever seen in my I, life. I will agree with that. The right? biggest man with the smallest bladder you'll ever see. All right, we're um, let's see where are we at here right now. We he has ten seconds to get back. Here he comes. Is he gonna do it? Here he is. Ding ding ding! I'm back. Man, I, I was holding you that one since I, read, since I read the first law. You made it back, <laughs> and that was only because I couldn't find that uh, quick enough. But you know what? We'll give it to you. You, buddy. Hey, cheers. Well cheers done. That. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly dilly, my friends. Dilly dilly. All right. <laughs> so anyways, that was Otter with the news. And also, the quick ass taking a leak. Well done, sir. Uh, it's uh, one of the few times I didn't wash my hands. I had to get back in a hurry. <laughs> High fives? High fives, everybody. <laughs> No, there was no washing of the hands. All right, so real quick, we got to go over, because we didn't last time at uh, Five Threads. We didn't do the old booze and tug update. Um, the old booze and tug update. So we're going to do... I thought we did. No. We didn't do it at Five Threads? No, no, we did it because we did two of them back-to-back. We did Thursday and then like right into uh, Saturday. There you, at, there you have it. With uh, with Tim at Five Threads, which, which was amazing. You can tell the old commissioner's been <laughs> drinking a lot tonight. No. 
Ah, kiss my ass. All right, so uh, we're on here to... Uh, the old booze and tug update. All right, so the week six results on the old booze and tug update. And again, we'll post this out on the draft page. If you're listening on iTunes or iHeartRadio, go to boozeleague.com. Go check out uh, the boozecast on boozeleague.com uh, and get into... Uh, we have links directly to uh, the league. But the results for this week, the Beard won. The Beard. And we knew, like, early on the Beard was a beast. The Beard won with 118 points. I came in second, hey, which is awesome. The Beard beat me. I, oh, were you playing the Beard? Yeah, he oh. beat me by 30 points. Sorry, dude, I'm really... I'm really sorry about that. That sounds very, very sad. Also, worthless sorry, burger. Man. If you're listening out there, I mean, yeah. you weren't playing for me last week because I'm never gonna have you play for me. Well, again, you you put in Breeze sad. this week, right? I did. Yeah, the week before, dude, he was like, he's terrible. I mean, he's terrible. Like my, I thought Ajayi was like the, my least favorite person on my team. I, I know you worthless hate him. burger. I, just, I know you hate him. Just don't like him. All right, so um, we had the beard. I came in second with uh, the beard had 118. I came in second with 112. Scott, Tug Scott, won his first game. He is now one in five. Good for him. One of a well done, sir. Hey, oh, one in four, he, right? Because that was week four. No, no, no this or is five. I mean, yeah, no, no, one in one in five is week six. Around. So he finally won something. Of, uh, he got 101 points. Got it done. The guru. Jeff the Guru Gray got 96. You, sir, got 88. Obviously, we know he lost the beard at 118. My beloved dog, Darby, uh, played Dan and tied at 80. And then the guy that I played was Tug Jones, at f- and he got 50 points. 50. 5 Say, uh, speaking of the booze hound, currently had Cooper from the Raiders play tonight, yeah. 33 points. <laughs> Apparently my dog knows how to play fantasy football. <laughs> One person got her got what? Derby thirty three points, so what? Tug Jones. <laughs> the booze hound's gonna beat you this week. Oh, uh, poor Tug Jones. God bless him though. Like, you know what? He had um Aaron Rodgers though. And he and Aaron Rodgers yeah. got him zero points. But Look, here's what I'm going to say person, about that. The person that got Darby 33 points was only projected to get seven this week. Uh, you know what? Darby knows what she's doing. Apparently. <laughs> uh, she certainly knows how to sniff a crotch. I didn't know she had to do fantasy football. but um, <laughs> So, Tug Jones. Tug Jones played me last week. Uh, I got her in 12. He got 50. <laughs> sorry. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, Tug, I'm sorry that I laugh when I say that. But... Um, Partially, like, I can't, like, whatever, you you had Aaron Rodgers. He went out with a co- broken collarbone early. Literally, Aaron Rodgers got zero points. But he would have had to get 30 points. Like, let's say Aaron Rodgers has stayed in. He would have had to get 30 points to even get to the person above them. Like, Aaron Rodgers would have had to have a monster game to get to as many points as my dog. So, whatever. And if he wanted to beat me, 63 points. So, he is the guy who won the uh, Charlie Sheen Award. Winning. 
shitting the bed this week. The Carlos Irwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting the bed. Sorry, buddy. Droopy-eyed, armless children. Yeah, I mean... But you love to party. I'm by winning. Yeah. Doug Jones is by losing. I don't losing. know, man. I was banging seven-gram <laughs> rocks. Yeah, he's uh, he's terrible. So that's the old booze and tug update. Right now, uh, the booze league is up by twenty seven points uh, this week. Overall, two hundred and forty seven. Otter, I kind of feel like we're going to win this whole thing. So are they going to have to like uh, when they when they lose to us? Are they going to have to like you know barbecue for us or something? Get us a uh, get us some beers. Honestly, I kind of feel like we need to make that happen. I think so too. Thanks a lot, Tugs. So, anyways, well, that's been the booze cast uh, for draft. What are we on now? <laughs> draft 12. 12. Draft 12. 12 here at Mission Oaks. Um, you can check us out on boozeleague.com if you're listening to us on iTunes. Go check out boozeleague.com. We do have draft pages that have links to everything we talked about, everything else. Uh, we're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio. If you want to check out Mission Oaks, check out Mission Oaks Cafe. Um, we're here often. Often and drinking, um, so keep us in mind. And uh, you know what? Hey, cheers, Otter. Cheers, cheers, brother. Hey, thank you all for listening in. And uh, Canada, we're coming hey, for you. Canada, you know let, what? Let us know. Like seriously, just like hit us up. Like we would love to come do some drafts from up in Canada. Who knows? Maybe never come home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ottawa, I'll get the beer up there. Ottawa, send us some. Uh, <laughs> send us some uh, message. Let's hear some communications. From Ottawa, dude. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, Canada. Oh, dude. Otter's got you, man. Who's going to sing that whole song? If you send him a, a text, if we if we get some enough information from you, he's going to sing that whole thing live on so, the Boozecast. Send me, send me some love. Otter at BoozeLeague.com. Yep. And in French. Email. And in French as well. Cheers, I got, everybody. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got an iPhone. I can translate that. 